Hello, and welcome to the initial edition of Almost Live from Big D's Party Palace. My name is Rich Wright, El Chuqueño, and I'm here with Fernie G. Howdy. And Ben Ami. So, we're here. Ben Ami spinning the dials. So, uh, there's a lot to talk about here in El Paso these days. And I'd like to start with this story on the front page of today's El Paso Times. It says, the headline is, Police are arresting more seniors. For some, the results are deadly. Now, this is from the print edition of the El Paso Times, the Dead Tree edition. Oddly, you can't find this story on the website, as though they're trying to smother it. So, let me... Let me read this to you. I'm sorry to bother you with all this, but I know you can't read it. One night in October 2021, Armando Navejas wandered away from his home in El Paso. The 70-year-old had Parkinson's disease and dementia, and his family said he could barely speak. Scared for his safety, his wife, Josephine, called 911 for help, tracking him down. By 2 a.m., Navejas was back in front of his house, shirtless and ambling around. According to a video from a neighbor's home security camera, an officer approached, shining a flashlight in Navejas' face. Navejas appeared agitated, picking up a string of wooden blocks and walking toward the cop, who retreated behind a parked car. Navejas threw the wood limply toward the officer. It landed on the windshield. When Navejas turned away, the officer walked around the vehicle and filed a stun gun at Navejas' back. His body went rigid. He fell face first onto the sidewalk. Navejas arrived in the emergency room that night with multiple facial fractures and bleeding around his brain, medical records show. He never came home. He died in a rehabilitation facility in March of unrelated natural causes, according to a death certificate. The El Paso Police Department deemed the use of force reasonable and necessary, a spokesperson said in an email. But Navejas's daughter, Debbie Navejas Aguilar, is suing two officers and the city for the extreme physical and psychological injury to her father. Now, the cops in El Paso are a little out of control. I mean, I never have any problem with the cops. I'm an old white dude that never leaves the house after dark. So yeah, I never have any problems. As far as I'm concerned, the cops are fine. However, I read the newspaper and man, the El Paso cops are like out of hand. There's that uh, bodybuilder that was shot, that handcuffed bodybuilder who was lying face down in the sally port of the El Paso County Jail when he was shot by a police officer. I mean, what's that about? What's that about? How can they shoot an unarmed, handcuffed man in front of the El Paso County Jail and nothing happens? The cop who did that is back on the force. You remember that the next time you see those flashing lights in your rearview mirror. Yep. You could be next. Yeah. Uh, the they can get away with it. They can get away with it. 
they do get away with it. Well, they even buried that story for years. Yeah. Till uh, the video came out. Uh, it doesn't make it right, but. Sheila, can I get another shot over here, please? Uh, that uh, 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 bodybuilder. I mean, that cop. He's still there. You know, he didn't even get indicted. They uh, that case went to a grand jury and they no billed him. Let me uh, remind you, in case you're curious, that at the time, at the time the uh, county judge was the current House representative, our current House representative, Veronica Escobar, and. You know, the El Paso County Jail is part of the, uh, is under the purview of El Paso County. And she was the chief executive of El Paso County at that time. And you know what she had to say about the execution of a handcuffed prisoner in the sally port of her El Paso County Jail? You know what she had to say about it? What? What's that? Nothing. 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 All of our, all of our uh, city government, the mayor, the city representatives at the time, you know what they had to say about it? Nothing. 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 They didn't even bring it up. They didn't even let wow. the public know about it. Okay, there may be a reason that this story is not in the El Paso Times today. Not on the website. Only came out in the print edition, which, you know, it has very limited distribution and everything. Uh, and that is because the lead news story on most of the news sites today is that former El Paso District Attorney Jaime Esparza was recently, I mean brand new, uh, permitted to be the federal prosecutor for West Texas. Wow. You know, and who who nominated him to that position? Do you suppose? Uh, Mr. Rosales. No. No. It was uh, Veronica Escobar, our our city represent. I mean, our state, our national representative. Wow. Our con our congressperson. And you know, Jaime Esparza has a reputation for coddling law enforcement. While he was in office, and he was in office a long, long time, there was no accountability from the El Paso Police Department. I mean, you get that, I don't know if you remember that story, but there was that one guy, his family called him up and said he was suicidal, so they sent the cops over to his house, and he was standing on a, a chair or something with a noose around his neck, and... Uh, the cops came in and tased him, and he hung himself because the cops tased him while he was standing on a chair with a noose around his neck. I mean, what's going on with that? Unreal. 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 And that's just one of them. There was that uh, kid, Daniel, what's his name? Daniel? Salas Sanchez? Uh, who was in his uh, living room there, or his 
mother's or grandmother's living room over there off of uh, Loma Land. And the cops came into his living room and he, uh, he picked up some brake pads. Brake you know? pads. Well, first he told the cops to get out of his house. <clears throat> and me. by rights, they should have got out of his house. I mean, you know, yeah. a man's home is his castle, and that was his home, right? But uh, uh, the officer at the time, who Ben Ami has told me his name was Mando Kenneth Gomez, was tried for manslaughter charges after he shot this kid... Mr. Salas Sanchez, uh, in his home, I mean, they couldn't get even conviction. I reckon that guy's still on the on the uh, El Paso Police Department too. Yeah. Here's here's a here's a quote from the El Paso Times that came out after the officer Mando Kenneth Gomez was found not guilty. It said. Officers at the time claimed that Salas Sanchez was holding a box cutter and lunged at officers. But an investigation revealed that Salas Sanchez was holding a brake pad. Now, wouldn't you think that those officers who claimed that Salas Sanchez was holding a box cutter, they should be dismissed for lying. I mean, how can they ever testify in a court case yeah. after it's been demonstrated that they are not truthful? Serve and protect whom? Serve and protect themselves. Yeah. So... I think that Jaime Esparza's efforts, they're lacking, bro. They're lacking, you know, and, and uh, he doesn't hold the police accountable. He has a very cozy relationship with the police, you know, and, you know, they're all on the same team. They're all on the same team. So, yeah, I'm... I don't know. Don't get me started. Oh, go on. You know yes. how many... You know, El Paso is a major transshipment point mm-hmm. for the cartels, for the wars cartel especially. And in Jaime Esparza's term in office, how many big drug cases did he get? You know? I mean, it's a little suspicious is all. Yeah. I remember in the old days... Uh, when the feds wanted to raid somebody, they wouldn't get the El Paso police involved. They'd get the county sheriffs involved. Suspicious. Yeah. What do you think, Fernie? I think it's a bad state of affairs. I mean, uh, it's too bad that uh, every last one of them is associated with this kind of behavior. You know, uh, I know there's good cops out there. but well, for sure. But uh, the bad ones need to be reprimanded. Right. Held accountable. Right. You know, they say there's always a bad apple. But if you extend that homily, the homily is really one bad apple spoils the bunch. Correct. You know? Yep. yep. And everyone's always willing to say, oh, yeah, there's one bad apple. But, you know. Yeah. It makes you think. Makes you think. Makes you think. Right. So now we have him as the uh, federal prosecutor for West Texas here. So We'll see how that works out. I don't know. Maybe there's still hope for him. You know, I went to high school with him. Really? Yeah, he went graduated from Burgess, 1975, same as me. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, Did you you know? Were you acquainted? No, no, no. I was was hanging out on Freak Corner. 
Got it. And he didn't do that, so. He was in the library. He was in the library. Okay. I was uh, under the the uh, grandstand. Yes, under the bleachers. Drinking, under the bleachers. The no, I was drinking orange vodka. Oh, okay. You know, that's what we used to do in those days because we didn't have all these fancy stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you. Hey, y'all need to stop by Big D's Party Palace where uh, the beer is cold and the bartenders are not bad looking. So That's right. We got that going for us Indeed. Here. Yeah. So, uh, the other thing, the other current event is uh, El Paso... Doesn't have a district attorney. We got a, a lame duck district attorney. Yep. And uh, she resigned, and uh, the uh, governor accepted her resignation. I don't think it's effective yet. I think it's got another week to run or something, but yeah. it doesn't really matter because she's not doing anything anyway. <laughs> I, uh, I have an acquaintance guy I know who... Uh, was recently arrested in the last four months or something like that for a road rage road rage incident. Wow! In which he allegedly brandished a firearm. According, allegedly, according to who? The complaining party. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it a brake pad? <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> No one a brake pad because he's not a cop. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he got uh, booked, you know. Yeah. Got out. Got an attorney. His attorney told him, uh, "Don't worry about it. The district attorney sucks. <laughs> Your case will never come to trial. You know." Be one of the hundreds that are dismissed. Yeah, be one of the. I think it's up to a thousand now or yeah. something. But yeah, there's a lot, a lot of dismissed cases because they haven't been brought to trial in time. And uh, I was also talking uh, to uh, District Eight candidate Chris Canales, who said he went on a ride along with the cops and they went to uh, the Cincinnati Entertainment District, which some people in that neighborhood called the uh, Cincinnati Crime District. Yeah. And he said there were cop cars parked out there with a bubblegum machine going, you know, <laughs> pop, 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 you know, party lights, you know. Yeah. And uh, guys were coming out of the bars and getting in fights on the street. And they didn't care that the cops were there. Made no difference to them. I wonder if they knew if they got arrested, they'd just walk, you know? I mean, it costs more money to yeah. hold a guy in jail than it does to uh, turn him loose or whatever you're going to get from him, you know? Yeah. Whatever fan, f fine he's going to pay. So I don't know, you know? I mean, I hmm. wonder... Also, how about that Cincinnati district? I mean, there's... People get murdered there. That's right. You know? Right there on that bench where the trolley stops. Right there on that bench, but also in the doorways of other bars, you know? Yeah. I mean, and there's, every two weeks, there's a story of gunplay there, you yeah. know? Yeah. Somebody 
shooting a gun or something. There was even one this week, I think. I forget what it was exactly, but... Uh, yeah, it's a real exclusive place, huh? Exclusively right, Exclusively right. violent. Right, exclusive. No, <laughs> it's not exclusively violent, but it's violent, you know? And you know those, uh, those neighbors there, you know, yeah. that's current place. Yeah. Houses in Curtin Place go for... Too much. Yeah, $400,000, which, you know, I know if you're listening to this out in L.A. or San Francisco, you're thinking, oh, $400,000. I can't get a parking place for $4,000, you know. $400,000, I mean, but yeah, that's a lot for around here, so. Yeah. and uh, It's a lot, period. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money. And uh, they still... Uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I forgot. <laughs> uh, the people no, in Kern Place. No, those neighbors, they're living right next to a murder district. They should call it the Cincinnati Murder, murder district. district. Yeah. I remember somebody asked on Reddit, said, uh, oh, I'm afraid to go to downtown, you know. And I said, well, don't be afraid to go downtown. Don't be be afraid to go to Cincinnati, yeah, you know? Yeah, be afraid to go there. Yeah. yeah. I didn't find it. The, the shooting I found was from April. Now, there was one this week. It was uh, two, uh, it was girls. Oh, it was girl on girl. It wasn't my night oh, of it shooting. It was it, in a parking garage, I believe. Yeah, well, that Q-tip parking garage. How about that? Yeah. How about that? And you know, a lot of those... You know, uh, it's a block away from that. Place. A lot of those alleged criminals are uh, Fort Bliss soldiers. You know, wow. Because they said it. They said it was going to happen. Wow. When we when we went from a training center to a combat center, we brought those tankers in and the infantry and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, they said there was going to be more trouble. You know. Well, that's the backbone of our economy, huh? Well, Fort one Bliss. of them, yeah, Fort Bliss, yeah. <laughs> How many soldiers at Fort Bliss? Anybody want to guess? You want to guess, Fernie? Uh, no, because I don't know. 40,000. 40,000. Wow. Not that lot. No, not that's lot, not very many. Huh? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, don't, I think the Coast Guard's about 40 strong in its entirety. 40 grand? Yeah. Wow. 40, yeah. I would know. Uh-huh, you yeah. would know. You were in the Coast Guard, huh? Yes, sir. Veteran? Yes, sir. Proud U.S. veteran, yes, Coast Guard. Yes, you got right. a Coast Guard tattoo? Yes. I can't show it to you. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> you know, I was thinking I would get a tattoo. I would get a tattoo on my penis to make it look like I was wearing a condom. <laughs> <laughs> so, boy, those ribs were going to hurt. <laughs> uh, no. I never thought that. Oh. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a break right now. We're going to come back to you in a minute. This is almost live. We're getting one shot at this. We're doing it straight through, except now we're going to take a break because I have to go to the men's room here at Big D's Party Palace. So uh, I want to remind you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Twinkies and Black Coffee. So we're here for you. You'll be here for us. Okay, we'll be back in a minute. Bye.
Hey y'all, welcome back to uh, Almost Live at Big D's Party Palace. My name is Rich Wright, El Chuqueña. We're still here with Fernie G. Here and I am. Ben Ami. So, we're oh. rocking and rolling here. So we were just talking about a pot. You know, marijuana's legal in New Mexico, and New Mexico is like, I don't know, four miles from here. And uh, the dispensaries are right over the line. You can just walk over there. I yep. mean, drive over there. Nobody walks in El Paso, but Wait. you can drive over there and pick up the potent stuff there. And legal. You know, walk out. They just want to make sure you're old enough. and <coughs> Old enough to get high. Old enough to get high. Uh, you used to get high, Fernie. You don't get high anymore, right? No, I don't. I used to, but I don't. I and how old were you when you were getting high? Well, I experimented with it for about 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I ended my experiment, uh, I'm going to say about 15 or 18 years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, it went well. I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some people never quit learning. Yeah, they just keep experimenting. <laughs> yeah. Right on. So, uh... Yeah, Ben was asking if the, I mean, that kind of makes marijuana legalization not an issue in El Paso anymore. It never was. It never was. It never was, no. It was always in abundant supply. I'm sure uh, y'all know that uh, El Paso was the first city in the United States to outlaw marijuana. How ironic. There's some incredible story about uh, some Mexican crazed on marijuana running down the street and knifing some girl. And that led to the uh, illegalization of, of marijuana in El Paso. Reefer madness. That's what it'll do. It'll it make... was reefer madness. It was reefer madness. You'll jump off buildings and stick ice picks in your ears and things like Art, that. Art Linkletter's daughter got high on LSD and thought she could fly. Jumped out the window. There you have it. That's the story they tell. I don't know. That's LSD madness. Yeah, that's LSD madness. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, do you, so do y'all reckon, do you reckon there for an EG that uh, yes, because uh, El Paso effectively has legal marijuana. Walk into any store, right? Uh, do you think that changes their attitude? Do you think they say, oh, well, whatever. Screw Dallas. Yes. You know? Yeah, right? Sure, you walk down any city block. Yeah. yeah, uh, it's, yeah. it's everywhere. It, it always has been. El Paso's unique in that El way. El Paso is unique. El, I often ways. say that El Paso is as culturally unique as a city like New Orleans or like Boston, Miami, Miami, San Francisco. We're as culturally, un well, okay, San Francisco's not culturally unique anymore. Now San Francisco is mass market. Yeah. But uh, we're as culturally unique as any of those cities. And what do our forces that be think the good idea is? Let's try and be more like other cities. 
Yeah. You know? What yeah. do they have that we don't? And the other part is, if we build it, they will come. Right. Which, you know, you can, they got to have more motivation than we built it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, people are clamoring for new buildings and stuff, right? Stadiums. Well, the city is. Yeah. I well, don't hear I, the pe- you don't hear no, the people sar- asking for it. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. No. It's crazy. So, lots of things happening out there in the world. And we are the victims of it. Yes. That's what we get for paying know. taxes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not sure we got anything more interesting to say on that subject. No, but I got a question. Yeah, lay it on me. Okay, so what's going on with this deal where they want to make a big old terminal over by the Coliseum and increase pollution and truck traffic over in the middle of town? Right. What is up with that? They want to expand the capacity at the Bridge of the Americas. Right there in... Down. The middle of town. Yeah. The middle of town. And that's uh, the Federal Highway Department. And uh, they, uh, it's already done. I mean, you know. It's going to happen? Well, unless we make a lot of noise. But yeah, it's all on the, it's all on the rails to get happening. What they want to do is they want to expand that truck capacity there in the middle of downtown El Paso. And then they want to move, they want to con, uh, condemn some of the Coliseum, you know? Some of it or all but of it? All of the Coliseum area. All of the Coliseum area. And hopefully make de- create demand for a, another venue somewhere else? Oh, no. Yeah, right, 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 right. There's that. There's that. If they, uh, if they get rid of the Coliseum makes a lot more sense to put an arena downtown. Oh, yeah. Got to have it. Right. Because, I mean, the Coliseum's booked every weekend. But, you know, they're building that big arena in Sunland Park. Did you read about that? No. Yeah, they're building a big arena there in Sunland Park. Uh, that they're doing it with private money. Yeah. They're not asking. They're not asking the taxpayers to pay for it. Wow. Can you imagine? El Paso is going to be like a suburb of Sunland Park, right? Sunland Park is going to be the entertainment district where they got uh, gambling and legal pot and and an arena right there. You know? I heard a rumor they were going to, that a roundy round track was going to be built where a Sarko once was. (laughs) Is there any any truth to that? (laughs) Well, there should be. There's I don't shit. know. I don't know why they're not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Now that we've brought it up, it's not a bad idea. Oh, that's uh, two know, months. Two months we're going to be reading about it in the paper. I think Masia Valley. They did build one over uh, near Vinton. It's a very nice facility. I've never been, but we hey. need, we need one if they can have one. Right, right. If uh, I mean, we need roundy rounders here locally. Right, right, right. If Vinton has a roundy round track, shoot El Paso. Why doesn't El Paso have a roundy round? Nothing like circle track racing. Yeah. Let me tell you what else. From a developer standpoint, a roundy round circle track is just land bank, right? I mean, how much money are you putting in a roundy round? I mean, you know. (laughs) 
Every month or something. How often do they have those races? I couldn't tell you uh, truthfully for sure. But not every week. No, not every week. Right, like once a month or something like that. But I bet we could have them every week. We could have. No, no. We could have the low rider roundy round. There you have it. I was going to say, anybody, just bring your car. (laughs) (laughs) Novice, sub novice. (laughs) Anybody can race. Just bring your car, sign the the waiver. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. You're brilliant, bro. You're brilliant. You You should call David Edsold. David Edsold is. Selling that property, not not you, not you, Fernie G. Oh, you, my listeners, you should call David Etzold today, who's the uh, re- agent for that property, and you should tell him you want to put a roundy round track at the old Asarco site. Right? Are you kidding me? Ah, that's like, you know, pennies on the dollar. Your return on that? I mean, no. Dollar on pennies, more like the return. <laughs> right. But I mean... What an food. idea. Uh, or you could buy Bitcoin, you dumbass. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, this is a much better bet, the roundy round. Absolutely. Shoot, maybe right next to it, one of those old demolition derby. Anybody can play. Right. Anybody can play. Bring your car. Bring Come your on. car. <laughs> <laughs> and then right next door, the car lot. And right. then the car lot. <laughs> Use car lot. <laughs> so you can participate <laughs> like tickets. <laughs> like tickets at Chuck E. Cheese. Wow. Gosh. It's hard to believe there are so many good ideas in such a small space as. Big D's Party Palace, where the kids always have fun or not. Big 10-4. Yes, sir. Thank you, Sheila. Yeah, uh, Sheila. Make it a double. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Para evitarte la molestia. Si. So I don't bother you so much. Just bring me a double. Hell, bring the bottle, you know? <laughs> and, and go away. <laughs> <laughs> Come back when it's closing time. Yeah, or bring us another bottle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't get mad. We're all cool here, Sheila. Well, giving you some hard looks. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Put down the knife. <laughs> put, put down the brake pad, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. Let's break it for a little bit, huh? All right. We might come back. We might come back next time. But we'll be back. We'll be back like a bad chick. That's right. Bounce right back at you. Okay. Expect it. Thank you. I'm signing off now. Thank you for visiting us at Big D's Party Palace. My name is Rich Wright. I'm here with Fernie G. And... 10-4. Ben Ami. And, uh, okay. Catch you soon. Bye.